What you missed? Prime time with Clarissa Montero. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is Clarissa Montero in the studio with me, Dr. Jade Kwa, Program Director for DARE, a unit for pre hospitalization emergency care from the Ministry of Health. Okay, you are the Program Director of DARE. It's an app that teaches techniques of CPR and so much more. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Now, Hi. explain what is this so much more? <laughs> Well, first of all, I'll explain to you what DARE is. So DARE is a program. It's actually an acronym. It stands for Dispatcher Assisted First Responder Program. And DARE is so-called because Mm -hmm. it's more than just about teaching the community the techniques of CPR and how to use an AED. Mm -hmm. It's also a social movement. It's a philosophy that tells people it is good to come out of your comfort zone to dare to help somebody in need, to dare to save a life. And specifically, Mm -hmm. we're talking about victims of cardiac arrest. So... Um, it's been this educational program that I've been leading for five years. Okay. And we just launched the training app, which is free to download, mm-hmm. um, about 10 days ago. Okay, that's very, very recently. Yep. So super fun. And um, it's, you know, it's free. It's uh, to give the community access to information if they were curious about CPR, about how to use an AED. And also there are fun tutorials and videos and games mm-hmm. to kind of socialize the idea, like I said, that it is good to come out of comfort zone to help somebody because a lot of people, even after they attend a formal, rigorous training course in CPR and how to use an AED, they, they don't dare to help somebody. They're Actually, really, that's really absolutely scared. true. I was about to say that there is an AED just outside the studio because it's right next door to the CEO's office. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I've always said, even though we a lot of us have taken the CPR course, if I actually had to pull that AED out, I would not be very confident about using it. Right. So download the app, Carissa. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think um, back in the day, people used to be very worried about using an AED mm. because they're like, oh, there's this, you know, big computer and then you can shock. And what if I electrocute someone? Lots and lots of fears um, and doubt. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the idea for uh, in a DARE training program and for the app. So tell people that actually an AED is really easy to use. Uh, there are pictures that tell you where to put the pads. There's even a voice prompt. So a voice will tell you what to do. And the buttons, they light up. There's mm-hmm. no way you can press the wrong one. It's super easy. A child can use it. And so you don't need a certificate using an AED. Anybody can use it. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> I mean, because I think everyone would step up and assist if they see a situation. It's just the level of confidence that's right. involved in using this equipment. That's right. So you're saying it's pretty idiot-proof now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very easy, which is good news for your CEO, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so the DARE program. So three main messages. One is the uh, to tell people what the correct emergency number is to call for a medical emergency, and that number would be, folks, it is 995. <laughs> 995. That's right. The second uh, message is to tell people to start CPR. So the CPR that we teach is citizen CPR. So it's not the one with mouth to mouth. Mm -hmm. It is something that just requires you to use your hands. So it's just compressions only CPR. And that is enough for citizens in Singapore to start um, while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. Because the ambulance in Singapore arrives super quickly in like 8 to 12 minutes. And before that, sometimes a fire biker will even arrive. So the, the, the formal... Uh, emergency response team comes within minutes. So all we need the citizen to do as a bystander Mm -hmm. is to start CPR, just do chest compressions and use an AED. That's all we need to do to start the rescue effort until the ambulance comes. Okay, do we have any statistics? How 
crucial is that first few minutes before the ambulance come, before the medical first responder comes. Right. How yeah. crucial is that first few minutes for a citizen to step sure. in? Yeah, I can understand why you're asking this question because, you know, if the ambulance only takes eight minutes to come, mm. then why can't we just wait, right? Right. Okay, the reason is because every minute that the cardiac arrest victim requires help mm-hmm. in a form of CPR and using an AED and doesn't get it, it's 10% higher chance that he's going to die. Okay. So every minute is 10%. 10% chance that he's going to get worse and die. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that the the response happens quickly so that help is rendered almost immediately. That's the best way to do it. Right. So nobody is faster at doing this um, than the, the bystander. The person, yes. Exactly, that's right there. People so, are right there, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're trying to encourage people to do, for the community to just step in and do that. Um, since we started the campaign, actually, our bystander CPR rate has really come up. So mm-hmm. kudos to Singaporeans out there. Now, um, about half the people who should be helping are coming forward to do CPR, but only about 4% of people are using an AED. Okay. I guess maybe because of fear, maybe they don't know where to locate an AED. So we've been working hand in hand with the government and the SCDF, and we're putting up AEDs all over the place. So in one in every two HDB blocks, there'll be an AED by next year, by 2019. Okay. There are about three AEDs in every MOE school now. Mm-hmm. And they're also coming up in like malls and public places. So we're putting the AEDs up. You can also figure out where they are using the uh, DARE training app that I just told you about. So okay. if you type in DARE CPR into your iPhone or your Android, you'll be able to get the app. And it kind of tells you where the AEDs are as well. And so um, by te- teaching people where to find them and how to use them, we're kind of hoping that people actually step up. <laughs> we're talking to Dr. Jade Kwa, Program Director for DARE. Now, what I'm finding out, I think everyone's finding out, is there is actually a lot easier than we assumed. It is an app that teaches techniques of CPR and so much more, emphasizing the importance of recognizing a cardiac arrest. Okay, what are we looking for since you're here? (laughs) Okay, so um, how do you recognize that someone's in cardiac arrest? Mm. Well, um, so... First of all, we need to get rid of the notion that cardiac arrest only happens in very sick, very elderly people. And that's not true at all. It can happen in fit young people. It can happen in to, to, to young ladies as well. So it could be just um, someone that you're jogging alongside in the park or in the sure. marathon with. Someone and next person, to you in yes, the gym. Exactly. And if somebody suddenly collapses, suddenly falls over, becomes unresponsive and doesn't breathe normally, that person might be having a cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. So the first message that we send out is that if you're worried that someone might need emergency help is to call 995. And the reason is because we work hand in hand with the 995 uh, specialists to tell them to uh, coordinate that response with you. Okay. So when you call 995, don't hang up. Don't sort of like order the ambulance like you're ordering a taxi and then just hang up. Right. Stay on the line because that 995 dispatcher is going to ask you a few questions to figure out what's going on because maybe this person has fainted, maybe he's lot, got low sugar or maybe he's got a cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. So the 995 dispatcher will say to you, is this person responding? So you're going to go, hello, hello, are you okay? And if the guy's not responding, you go, no, he's not responding. Then he's going to ask you, is he breathing? Is he breathing at all or is he breathing abnormally? So if the person's not breathing at all or if he's gasping like, oh, like that, mm-hmm. then you tell the dispatcher and then he'll go, okay, I think you need to start CPR. And then he'll coach you. He'll tell you the depth, he'll tell you the rate and he'll count along with you and basically sort of like, you know, uh, take you through that whole uh, rescue response until the ambulance arrives. So all this is happening happening concurrently while waiting for the fire barricade ambulance to come along. Okay. Tell us about your role as program director of DARE. What does it encompass other than coming on radio and giving us these very important <laughs> messages, which I, I very much appreciate. What else does your role encompass? Um, so I've been doing this for about five years now. I have to say my 
my role is very, I feel very joyous doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually pretty easy because I have such excellent teams that I work with. I have um, great professional teams and uh, great um, uh, volunteers as well who work with us. I have a good, good team of doctors and nurses and first aid trainers. And so basically what it is, is we need to make sure that this program is robust scientifically so that the statements we put out to the public, the statistics we put out are sound and are backed by evidence from international trials. Um, but we also need to make sure, because it's an educational campaign, that it's, it's, there's an element of creativity, that it's fun, that it's engaging. We need to make sure that the messages are simple enough so that people are willing to accept them and to, uh, to go ahead and save that life. So uh, quite a lot of elements, some scientific, some a bit more creative. And I guess the whole strategy is to um, integrate all of these elements and make it uh, a fun campaign for everybody. Okay. We're talking to Dr. Jade Kwa, Program Director for DARE. How many people has DARE successfully trained in the field of CPR so far? Well, to date, we have trained about 75,000 people in citizen CPR. Okay, that's quite a lot. Going through into schools and, and companies or? Yes. Um, so we sort of, uh, we have kind of a multi-prong um, approach. Mm-hmm. We have been engaging uh, the school children in the MOE schools. Uh, we have been going to uh, community uh, places of worship um, and sort of some private companies as well. So people who are willing to learn might approach us and we're, we're willing to teach. Okay. And who is most resistant to this training. Is well, there an age group? Is there a, a what? Okay. Well, I'll tell you who's, who's, who's very uh, easy to teach. The students. The sure. students are so happy to absorb new information. Mm-hmm. They are happy to say, hey, I learned how to do CPR. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to save a life. And they're not worried about um, what if I make a mistake? What if I get sued? What if I break a rib? You know, they will just go out there with their big innocent hearts and they will actually be willing to go and save a life. But a lot of the fears that ensnare people are, you know, it's in the grown-ups, to be perfectly honest. Sure. So sometimes they can be the, they can be a little bit resistant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the program is meant to be for all ages, from the very, very young to the very, very old. What we are hoping is that we will not just conduct training sessions for, say, school children, for example, but that these school children will be ambassadors and that they will be able to help their parents, to convince their mommies this is a good thing, to convince their grandparents and that, you know, the message will spread within the community. Okay. You you sound so positive. I actually think this is absolutely fantastic. I've known you for years, right? And you have always been so gung-ho about oh, whatever thanks, it is that you do. And you're just as gung-ho about this. But this is actually a very important program. Yes. We want everyone to be a potential lifesaver in the country. Absolutely. Right? Yes. We are talking to Dr. Jade Kwa, Program Director for DARE Unit for pre-hospital emergency care, what else can you tell us about there? What other big plans to get the message even further along? Well, you know, I think that it's easy to help us to spread the message if you are if you actually know what it is that we're 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 um, we're talking about. So um, it's difficult to expect someone to go around saying it's important to do CPR. Go learn CPR, mm-hmm. but you might be able to do that more convincingly if you download the app because there are fun videos and tutorials and it'll it'll give you enough knowledge so that you know what to do if you encounter a situation like that. And 
having gone through those steps, learning um, the theory of what to do, then I think when you go out and you tell your your colleagues, your family, hey, go down to your community centre and, and, and go for a DARE training session, then I think you'll be able to speak with more confidence. So I would encourage everybody to download the app. Mm-hmm. And if you feel um, encouraged to, then go tr- sign up for a actual training session because the training session itself is quite important, meaning you actually get to do hands-on practical sessions with a mannequin. You have some face time with a trainer, an instructor, and you can ask that person about some questions you might have. For example, sure. what if I break a rib? Will I get sued? And all those other um, questions that people have lingering in their minds um, that might stop them from doing the right thing. Okay. Now, in this app, is it in all the major languages? Is it only in English? Okay. At the moment, it's in English, mm-hmm. but we're translating it to all the major languages. So you want to reach as many people as possible. Absolutely. Are you also working towards increasing the number of AEDs around the island? Yes. So we're putting AEDs up everywhere. So we've got all the hardware up. We are uh, trying to change people's hearts about and the fears about using an AED. So that's the that's the putting up the hardware, telling people and changing the hardware. Did you get it? You see what I did there? You see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> yes, and then also with the Dare Training app, we've got the software. So there we go. Three main strategies. Okay. <laughs> And do you have any statistics of this program actually saving any lives yet? Right. So um, actually, since we started the program and um, taught people that it's possible for citizens to save save lives, Mm -hmm. the um, cardiac arrest survival rate has actually more than doubled over the past five years or so. So that's been really encouraging. Um, And it's very encouraging to know that Singaporeans are not as apathetic as we, we, we make ourselves out to be. You know, we're always saying that in this modern society, everyone is very obsessed with, you know, their personal Instagram accounts, with social media and, you know, being very selfish and apathetic. But actually, it's not true. You can see that when people understand why it's important to step forward, when people understand how to help, you know, if you give them the knowledge and the confidence to do it, they'll do it. So that's really wonderful because this is the community I want to be living in. This is the community I want my kids to grow up in, you know? Yep, it's the community that I want my kids to grow up in as well. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, the thing is, uh, that accusation has been leveled at all of us as Singaporeans, right? Mm. We're apathetic. We'll walk by an accident victim. That's not true. I think a lot of it is confidence. It's a uh, what do I do? I don't know anything. I'm not a doctor. Yes, yes. But so what you're talking about is actually empowering the average person to have the knowledge to be more confident to assist. That's right. That's and right. at the end of the day, that's all you can do. I mean, I would, if my, you know, if my CEO required me to use an <laughs> AED, my biggest concern would be, am I going to use it right? Yes, absolutely. So, um, it, you know, it, it's one thing to point fingers at Singaporeans and say, oh, you know, they're so selfish, they're so apathetic. But you know what? Figure out why it is so. So maybe they don't have the confidence mm. because they don't know the techniques. So they have they have questions that are not being answered. And so that's what the whole DARE program is about, really. Teaching people the techniques so you can empower them and then giving them the confidence to go ahead and do that and showing them that it's absolutely normal. So um, on social media, we try to share some stories about everyday heroes. So people who are not doctors and nurses going out there on the street and saving lives. And, um, and I think these, these uh, stories are great and very motivational. Okay, so where do we find the app? 
Okay, so you can download it um, on the uh, Google Play, on iOS, and um, what you want to do is you want to key in DARE, D-A-R-E, mm-hmm. and maybe like DARE CPR or DARE Learn, and then you'll be able to uh, download the app. Mm-hmm. You can uh, register with an account so that you can unlock all the fun features, mm-hmm. and we'll be providing um, updated content every month. So there'll be stories of real-life DARE heroes that have um, saved lives. There'll be um, information that we get because science changes. So sure. whenever we, we learn new stuff, then we want to tell the public. So for example, like many, many years ago, we used to encourage the public to check the pulse. Now now we don't do that anymore because science changes. It shows that it's not so helpful. So this is information that I feel shouldn't be limited to just the medical community. Regular people should know about it. The citizens should know about it so that sure. they know how to act. So if you give people more information, then they'll feel more empowered and more confident to save a life. Okay, so give me all the resources. 995 is the number to call. That's right. So call 995 and stay on the line. Because while the ambulance and the fire bike is on, are on their way to the victim, you will be coached to do the rescue effort. The rescue effort is to start CPR, which for citizen CPR, doing chest compressions is enough. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to do mouth-to-mouth if you're not willing or if you're not able to okay. for someone with cardiac arrest. And the third thing is to use an AED because it's super easy. And um, you'll have voice prompts and picture prompts to help you to use that AED easily and safely. So those are the three main messages that we want to send out to the public. Okay. And is there a website they can go to if they're interested to sign on for physical classes or anything like that? Is that from a website? Yes. Um, At the moment, our Facebook page is very well set up with lots of information on it. So if you go to Facebook and then if you type in um, hashtag Dare to Save a Heart, Mm -hmm. you'll be directed to the Dare Facebook page. The Dare Facebook page itself is Dispatcher Assistant First Responder, but I can see how that might be a bit of a mouthful. (laughs) So Dare to Save a Heart, pretty catchy. I think you can figure that out. (laughs) Okay. And hopefully more people will come forward and assist and be first responders, citizen first responders. Yeah. In, in a cardiac arrest. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Jay Kwa, for coming on and talking Thank to us about me, the DARE program. It is absolutely my pleasure, and hopefully this gives me a little bit more confidence about using that AED outside my door if I ever have to. Not that I hope <laughs> that I bless. ever have to. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Better to be prepared. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're on Money FM 89.3.